If you've experienced a DNA surprise, you know that your emotions can range from shock to denial to grief to anger to confusion to joy and around again. And sometimes it's hard to find people who understand this unique experience. Sometimes we feel a little stuck as we navigate this journey. That's why we created the DNA Surprise Retreat. At the DNA Surprise Retreat, you'll enjoy six expert-led sessions to help you process your DNA surprise. You'll eat delicious catered meals, and most importantly, you'll build beautiful friendships with people who understand you, all in a stunning private ranch facility in the Arizona desert. If you've had shocking DNA test results, know that you're not alone. This retreat is for you. Join us September 19th through the 22nd, 2024 in Phoenix, Arizona. Registration is open now. Reserve your space at dnasurpriseretreat.com. I'll see you there. problem is, you know, health history. I mean, what is our health history? I've had health issues and I didn't know what they were from. My daughter was pregnant and she had a test to make sure her baby wasn't Down syndrome because that ran into my, who I thought was my family before that. It turns out that she had that test for no reason (laughs) because that doesn't run in the family. So it's kind of like all your medical history too is now it's changed. You don't know it. Imagine spitting into a tube, sending off your DNA, and unknowingly turning your life upside down. For me and thousands of others, this is our reality. I'm your host, Alexis Auerselt. In July of 2021, I discovered that I am an NPE, someone who has experienced a non-paternal event. In other words, my biological father isn't who I thought he was. This podcast shares the journeys of people who were shocked by a DNA discovery, mostly through modern DNA testing. We're telling the stories of NPEs, adoptees, and donor-conceived people and their families. This is DNA Surprises. Welcome to Season 2 of DNA Surprises. In this week's episode, we'll hear Gretchen's NPE story. Now, like many of our stories, Gretchen's DNA surprise includes many people, and it can be difficult to understand the roles of everyone involved. So before we begin, I want to give some background. Before her DNA surprise, Gretchen believed she was the youngest of three children. It turns out that Gretchen's biological father had two children before her. He had a daughter, Barbara, in his first marriage. Then he had her brother, Jimmy, in his second marriage. He abandoned both families and had an affair with Gretchen's mother, which is how Gretchen came to be. After his relationship with Gretchen's mom ended, Gretchen's mother returned to her birth certificate father while pregnant with her. Gretchen's father remarried and had two more children. He is still with his third wife today. While all of the children involved know about each other, his third wife does not. Gretchen and her two older siblings 
remain a secret. Gretchen's story is painful and complicated. She speaks about how she always felt different and how she feels knowing the truth. Thank you, Gretchen, for telling your story. I am Gretchen, and I am 56, and I'm from Kaiser, Oregon. Oh, dear. (laughs) (laughs) I researched my DNA because my grandfather was on the orphan train, and we wanted to find out more about his family because we didn't know anything. What is the orphan train? They put the kids on the trains in New York, and they went from town to town to town to adopt these kids. They were basically farm workers. Um, my grandfather's father left, abandoned his wife and six kids. Four of them got put on the train. One had um, tuberculosis and she kept the youngest. So the four got put on the train. They got adopted in Nebraska and they were all um, olive complected, dark, dark hair, dark eyes. And um, so we kind of wanted to find out about what happened and where his mom was from and I kind of wanted to know where she went and where the little one went. And so that's how I started it. And then when I got my DNA results, which was a couple of years ago, I was shocked to see there was nothing from my dad's side on the DNA test. I was like, hmm, where's my uncle? Where's all these people that I know have done ancestry, but they're not there. And so I saw this other name and I was like, who are they? (laughs) So I sent a link to who I thought was my father and my mother and the brother and sister I grew up with. I heard nothing. I saw all this other name. I I had nobody of the name I thought I was and nothing from anybody. I got from my dad at the time, looks like your uncles. It didn't look like my uncles. So I asked at family reunions, people would just walk away from me. At one point I got asked your mother and then I sent a note to one of my biggest links. I said, these are the names I grew up with. This is my mom's maiden name. Do you know these people? Because I'm directly linked to you with a lot of DNA. I heard nothing. And so February 3rd, 2020, I got a... It's okay. I got a big surprise. My new sister contacted me and said do you know this man and I said I have no idea who this is she's trying to nicely tell me she's my sister I wasn't getting it my husband and daughter got it and I was like no <laughs> and I asked my mom she said I don't know who that is I literally put the guy's name in the contact she said I don't know who that is, but she took a long time to get back to me. Like she didn't get back to me right away. Like she would normally get back to me, took her till eight 30 the next morning with mm-hmm. a lie. And, um, then I talked to the lady, um, my sister, Barbara, she knows she's on this podcast now. <laughs> she's been a blessing, but um, she told me that she's looking to find that her mother had passed and the guy she grew up with as her father had passed. And she was finally looking into her bio dad and wanted to know how he was, was the health or anything. And I didn't even know about him. So I said, I really can't be much help, but we investigated and found 
we found him. She contacted a library and they helped her quite a bit. And we were first trying to figure out what the story was. Well, it turns out my mom took upholstery classes from him. He had an upholstery store. Yeah, um, she took upholstery classes and I could never figure out. She upholstered a chair like nobody's business, like <laughs> professional. I couldn't figure it out. She told me about the upholstery store that her mom used to take her by all the time and said, that's where your dad works. And she said, you probably have siblings out there. And, I, and little did she know. It turns out I called my brother that I grew up with and I said, do you know anything about mom's upholstery classes? Oh yeah, she took upholstery classes. So it turns out that my parents got divorced. My mom took upholstery classes, had an affair with the married man. I think she had planned on marrying him. She left, well, my brother and sister got taken away from her because she was hanging around this man. Um, it turns out my, um, who I thought was my dad, sued him for infidelity. He lost his house. My dad got it for a dollar because wow. my bio dad didn't show up for the judge. And so he got it for a dollar. And then <laughs> my mom ended up, apparently he must have left. She didn't know about the lawsuit. So she knows nothing about the lawsuit. She's found out about this through this. My bio dad left town. My mom was six months pregnant with me, got remarried to the man that she was married to before the affair. And um, I was always treated different. I, I'm a redhead in a dark skin, olive skin family. Mm -hmm. And uh, fair skin, red hair. The story was that my great uncle, which my grandma made up to cover for my mom, um, was a redhead. And so uh, just the, the whole shockiness of it. Yeah. Making sure I understand this, because this is a complicated story. Yes. Your parents that you believed were both your biological parents were married. Mm -hmm. They had three kids. Mm -hmm. You and a brother and a sister is, is who they raised. Yes. Your mom had an affair with your biological father who ran the upholstery shop and, and taught her upholstery, got pregnant with you. And then your dad, the one that raised you, sued your biological father. Yes. For infidelity with your mom. Yep. Took his house for a dollar. And then your mom lost your brother and sister. So did your dad get custody of them? Yes, he got okay. custody of them because she was hanging out with, with my bio dad. Mm -hmm. And so he um, got custody of them. I've found all this through court records because I'm not trusting anybody at this point. So court records right. are, are my record. So did they, your mom and bio dad, did they kind of stay together until she was six months pregnant and then he left town and then she went back to your dad? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so you were kind of touching on that when you were little, you always were different. Did you feel different or suspect that maybe your dad wasn't your dad or that you were adopted or anything? Well, me and my, the man I thought was my dad. I thought always didn't like me. I was always the one that had to do the chores. 
I was always the one that had to do like everything. He um, didn't walk me down the aisle. I asked him to walk me down the aisle. He didn't walk me down the aisle. I'm an amputee. And so I got my leg amputated. He told me it was too far to come and it was two hours away. Just little things like that, that are quite hurtful that now all make sense, Mm -hmm. you know, because he wasn't there for me. So it's, it's kind of answering a lot of questions to why I got treated. I did get treated different. I could never figure out why I got treated different from his parents, which I thought were my grandparents. But um, later now I know why I got treated different and, and all the family pictures. Now it's like, why did I not see this? I stick out like a sore thumb. (laughs) I I am the redheaded stepchild. (laughs) 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 Yeah. You know, I think something that is true for all of us, for the most part, is we just believe what we're told. You're a child. You don't have a reason to question or think that your parents would be lying to you about anything, especially where you came from. Yeah. No, I did ask a lot and even look for adoption papers at one point. Um, My sister and brother that I grew up with always told me I was adopted. But, you know, that's kind of something you know, I'm, I'm the redhead in the family and they can't, I burn. So it's like, right. I was totally different in every, I mean, my face shape, everything is just different than anybody else. So my grandma came up with the story of my great uncle that having a red hair. Well, she's from born in 1914. She doesn't have pictures of her great uncle or even ever met him. So I'm kind of upset with her too, even though she's not here anymore. So yeah. So did once you found out, what was your initial reaction once it was confirmed? I mean, what were those days and weeks like after the discovery? Oh, painful. (laughs) Shocking. My daughter and my husband did a lot of research on it. I kind of stepped back because I was literally nauseous. I don't know how you felt. I was nauseous. I was excited about Barbara, but it was just shocking to me to find out that now I am the middle child. I've been the baby forever. And now I'm like the Brady bug. I have, um, now I have two more brothers and two more sisters. It's just weird. And then now my holes are halves, you know, they're not I'm not a whole sibling with anybody, which is really kind of upsetting to find out. I do actually share a lot of DNA with my half-sister, Barbara, which I'm only 106 off of being a full sibling, which is really kind of strange. Wow. Yeah. I've but never heard um, of that. Now, and it turns out we actually had a lot of similarities. We um, went to the same pediatrician, it turns out. And <laughs> We live not far from each other, but that that is also with the half brother. Well, actually, my half sister. We found a nephew online that is my half brother's child, and so we con my half sister contacted him, and he told us where my brother was, and so I contacted my brother. But it was shocking when I saw his picture on Facebook. He looked like me. He looked like me. He looked like my son. I literally was in Costco and I, I hate to say this, but I felt like I was going to throw up because I was like, I've my whole life, nobody's ever looked like me. And to see him and then see his sons that look like my sons, it was so shocking. Yeah. And um, I contacted him and he said, 
I've waited for this day my whole life. They all knew about me. The only one that didn't know about me was the firstborn, which was Barbara. And the rest of them all knew that I existed. So it's just shocking to me that my cousins, my aunts, I mean, it turns out my brother and sister, now that they had thought about it, that I grew up with, went on picnics with my bio dad. So it's just... <laughs> wow. But they didn't know, right? Your brother no, and they sister did not know. know. But but it was kind of looking back, they're like, oh, we spent time with this man. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So when you confronted your mom and dad, the dad that raised you, what happened? What was that like? Okay. So my mom lied about everything. Mm -hmm. She said, no, 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 none of this, you know, happened. I'll never talk to her again, ever. My daughters talked to her. My dad that I thought raised me um, said that he talked to, I haven't talked to him. Uh, my sister I grew up with talked to him and he said, I wanted to tell her many a times and um, never did. Um, I had a rough childhood. My dad was, who I grew up with, was an alcoholic. He got me in a couple car wrecks. Only me. He wasn't great. I sent him an email and I said, I don't even know what to call you anymore. I said, I've called you dad for 54 years. What do I call you now? He said nothing. I've heard nothing from him. Nothing. It's so he didn't two respond? Years, no, be two years, February 3rd. Wow. Obviously, he didn't want anything to do with me, period. So that was kind of answered there. And the um, rough thing was my mom kicked me out when I was young. And he took me in for three months so I could get on my feet. And so I named my firstborn after him. Mm -hmm. And my firstborn is having a big problem. Plus, turns out he looks identical to my bio dad. We got my bio dad's Navy picture. Oh, my God. My son looks just like him. I was just, <laughs> it was so upsetting. <laughs> and my yeah. son is having a really rough time with it. I'm so sorry. It's been a rough road. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But um, I will never, I wanted one thing for my mom. I said, can you please change my birth certificate? In this state, it has to be done if the parent is still alive. I've got no response. She's not going to do it. I mean, that's one thing that I really want. Because one thing that really bothers me about this whole thing is my birth certificate is a lie. On Ancestry, when you go through all the pictures of the yearbooks, I mean, my grandkids and great-grandkids will never find me. <laughs> because my DNA says one thing. My pictures say another. So that's quite upsetting. <laughs> Oh, so, I'm so sorry. And I've been told not to contact my bio dad, that his current wife doesn't know about his two other marriages, his two other kids. Um, I've been bad. <laughs> I sent my bio dad cards and cards and cards. I've heard nothing. His current wife doesn't know about his children? Apparently, yes. <laughs> and they have children together, though? Yes. That's one brother and one sister. Okay. And he has hidden yes. his whole past from her. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was married two other times. So what we have figured out is he left the first. So he was in the Navy in California. He, I believe, met his first wife and his second wife in the Navy in California. He married the first wife. 
had two children. One didn't make it. And that's my sister, Barbara. And uh, then he left her for the second wife. And um, Barbara did good to keep any pictures of him because mm -hmm. his face was cut out of all, all of the family pictures. <laughs> and yeah. so, and then the, then the second wife, he had two kids, but the first, and like another child didn't make it. So then along came me, but kind of broke up the second marriage. Then he disappeared and then went and um, found his third wife which I think he's only stayed with, quite frankly, what we figured out is because she has money. And mm -hmm. um, she, he's still married to her. So he had to have been married to her. She found her right after me. So, I mean, I am now, I'm about be 57 in July. So um, he's been with her probably for 56 years. But wow. he lost everything due to me. I mean, he more than knows about me. He's told his whole, everybody knows about me, except for... Me and the brother and sister I grew up with. So they're dealing with their own shockingness too to find out cousins, grandparents, aunts, uncles. I posted on Facebook about this and my aunts said, oh, I'm so sorry. We thought you knew. Wow. So your family that you'd kind of confronted before at family reunions and everything, some of them thought you knew this already so at, at the family reunion they just would like walk away I said you know I can't find my uncle Mike on my ancestry I said I know he's on ancestry because we had a fairly famous who I thought relative in Ogden Utah like a whole town's named after him mm -hmm. and um I said that I wanted to go there someday and that, you know, I can't find him on my ancestry and they just changed the subject. And then that's when a few months later I got contacted by Barbara and I'm like, well, that's why everybody's changed the subject. And on the other side, my one cousin tried telling me not to do the DNA test. She knew I got sent to live with her mom for a while, my Catholic aunt, because <laughs> she was supposed to straighten me up as a child. Um, and she wouldn't, Another thing about her was she wouldn't let me take communion. Well, now I know why she wouldn't let me take communion because I'm not from a marriage. So, but my cousin told me, you know, just ask your mom about this. And my mom wouldn't talk about it. I asked her and asked her about this when I got my first DNA test and she wouldn't discuss it. Have you talked to your cousin since you found out? Yes. She doesn't want to talk about it. So... And my other cousin on the other side says, well, it's just like you were adopted. Well, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not the same. It's a different experience. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're adopted, you're wanted. And I wasn't wanted and I was treated as I wasn't wanted. And I was, it wasn't just by my, who I thought was my father. It was my mother too. I was kicked out of the house at 15. So you know, and I had to clean and cook and get everything ready. And I was supposed to go to school too. So it just didn't happen. <laughs> wow. Have you had contact with your younger siblings? Okay. So this is kind of a funny story. <laughs> so my one sibling that's up in Alaska, my brother had told me about my other, my sister, which I think looks a great deal like my daughter, like a great deal like my daughter. I found her on Etsy. I found her selling jewelry on Etsy. And so I told my new sister. And so we bought necklaces from her. 
you know, she sent a note and said, thank you so much, but she knows who we are and <laughs> she, she, um, doesn't like, I don't think contact with us because I guess we're supposed to live this lie that we don't exist. So your bio dad's children from the third marriage know about you, yes. but their mom doesn't. So they're all keeping this secret from their mom. Yes. Wow. Yeah. The layers. The layers, the layers are deep. Oh. Yes. So that is just so wild to me that it's sort of like everyone hid everything from you. They all knew and hid it from you. And they're also doing that to the third wife. Yes. They all know. And they're, yes. they're hiding. Even her kids are doing that. So, okay. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So you reached out to your father and he has not responded to you. Yeah, I reached out to my dad. I sent him pictures well, of my son that looked exactly like him because I was so shocked. I said, I just found out about you. I said, I would just like you to know something about me. And um, never heard a word. And so I, I guess I'm bad because I want contact, but I don't want to call because I don't want to be rejected, I guess. I have as he has a winery. He's 97. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I want I want to go there, but I can't fly because I'm an amputee. Me and my new sister <laughs> would love to go there and see if he actually knew who we were. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, I, I we both don't want rejections. So she's tried calling too, and they were closed. But I've sent cards. She hasn't because I I don't think she's. We're both like. It's still new to both of us, this whole thing. And because of COVID, we haven't got to meet yet. So, but I've heard nothing from the bio dad. I kind of feel, and this is just probably in my head to make myself feel better, that he doesn't want anything to do with me because he did lose his house over me. So I don't know if that's a real answer or not. I would think, quite frankly, he'd probably be upset about that i i don't know i don't know yeah, this but it's not your fault you no know, it's you didn't it's do not any but of it feels yeah. like you know it kind of feels like your fault and then we found out he's this famous world war ii veteran and it's like to see this in the paper and it's like really really he's left two families one child that wasn't married and he's forgotten about everybody and I don't see that he's a great hero, but it's kind of nice that I can at least find him. And at least we have the internet and we can kind of research and find out some things about it because he's not talking. <laughs> have you been able to learn anything about him in terms of his personality or anything like that that maybe makes you feel a little more connected? Um, other than just being kind of has some commonalities with my new sister and um i did get contact with a third cousin which i also look just like i have had a basically an angel <laughs> she's my dad's cousin and she's 100 she just turned 102 and i talked to her twice a month and she tells me stories and she sent me pictures and so she's been quite a blessing she's very funny <laughs> <laughs> definitely has opinions on things <laughs> but um yeah, it's been quite a journey. <laughs> well, that's amazing that you've been able to connect with someone that wants to share and be open. Yes. Oh, she's great. She's great. And another thing that also happened was when I was first married, we had a son and we um, moved to Spokane. 
it turns out my grandmother lived in the same town and miles from me. And I so could have used somebody being a new mom in a new town. And she was miles away and I didn't even know it. And it's my daughter has her eyes and it's just amazing to me that so close me and my brother, Jimmy, and my sister, Barbara, all went to the same theater. I don't know how we didn't, you know, we didn't know about each other. So it's all just the, the web of lies is pretty big here. <laughs> yeah. And, and the coincidences, you know, the things that kind of give you those goosebumps, like yes, living in the same yes. town as your grandmother, like that's just, yeah. Yes. What are some things that have helped you throughout this journey? It's been almost two years now. What's kind of helped you heal and process? Meeting or getting to talk to, we haven't met yet because I'm immune compromised and COVID. Um, my new sister, Barbara, she's been great. We've been talking quite often. There's so many similarities with us and we don't know anything about family. So I'm more like the discoverer. <laughs> I, I reach out to people. I've talked to my brother, Jimmy's aunt and uncle. And I've talked to just reached out to many family members, just finding out the information is helping me heal and talking to people about this. It, it's, I don't know, just discovery. It's, mm -hmm. I'm peeling the layers to try to find out who your family was and where they came from. And I don't know what I do without ancestry. I mean, I know it uncovered this secret. But it has helped me uncover a family that I didn't know existed. So now I feel like, dare I say, whole. Mm -hmm. Because the half wasn't there before. Yeah. For two years, I didn't have another half. I couldn't figure it out. And I told my family, I'm like, I don't understand who these people are. They're come up all over my, on my DNA. And I've never heard of them in my life. <laughs> but yeah. now I understand it. So it's. It's shocking and hurtful, but I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, it, it, it is what it is. I mean, I can't imagine doing this to my children. I have three kids, three grandkids. I would never do anything like this to them, <laughs> you know, right. keep their yeah. father away from them. So you said that you aren't speaking to your mother anymore. Do you have any hope for reconciliation for your relationship with her? Um, truthfully, she's always treated me like a stepchild. When she did send me to the Catholic and wrote letters begging to come home. And she's always put those in my face, you know, said that, you know, she laughs about them. She's never been supportive of me or my kids. And so I just, this was the final straw. You know, she kept my dad. I mean, even if my dad didn't want anything to do with me, I believe my grandmother would have. And I know cousins and stuff would have something to do with me because they've reached out from that side. But it's just, it's, don't want anything to do with her. I, uh, I can't deal with her. She just is, she lies and lies and lies. So, I mean, she lied when confronted with the truth. Mm -hmm. Even when the dad I grew up with confessed everything, she still continued to lie. <laughs> so the only thing I want from her ever again I want my birth certificate changed. I don't know why that means so much to me, but to me, that's just a huge lie. Mm -hmm. And I know I've been married for 40 years in April. And 
that, I mean, my name hasn't been that since I was 16, but it still means something to me. But I've actually blocked her from my email and my phone. And I've blocked an aunt that told me I was going to burn someplace hot after finding this out because I said I wouldn't forgive my mom. And she knew my whole life. So I will say my grandmother that did kind of raise me, that that was quite cool to find out that she also was coming up with lies to cover for my mom. It's really hard to find out that other family members knew. How was your relationship with your brother and sister that you grew up with? Uh, they're trying to understand it. They say I'm still the same to them. They don't, I hate to say it, but they don't feel the same to me anymore. Find out a hole was half. I just, you know, and they got treated. So it's just, I love them. I've never been super close with them. My sister's been more supportive than my brother. My brother just is very mad at my mother and told my mother that, you know, she's never going to talk to you again. So I do talk to my sister-in-law once a month and find out about how everything's going and my mm -hmm. sister texts me but that's about it from that side <laughs> what are your hopes with your biological father's side sounds like you're going to meet barbara at some point yes i would future. love to meet barbara i would actually love to meet them all i think jimmy would be open to it if i went to kodiak I don't know. I'm hoping to meet them someday. He was supposed to come to town last year and I was going to meet. I got very excited and then he couldn't come. I would love to actually meet the other two too, but I think they, I don't know why that they don't want anything to do with me. I'm, I mean, it's kind of hurtful, but you know, it's, you have to get over it. So, right. <laughs> and I would actually love to go to that winery. I don't drink, but I would have a glass of wine that day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and as far as your father, do you want to have a relationship with him if he would be open to it? The bio dad? Yes. Yes, yes. I would love to at least hear from him. He knew about me my whole life. So I, I, I don't know if I ever got to meet him as a child because my mom doesn't tell the truth or anything. So I don't know. I know she did know where he was at. So that's interesting. Mm -hmm. So she has kept somewhat of a watch on him. So I'm not sure, you know, I would love to have a relationship with him. I don't, he's 97. I don't see it happening, but I will continue to send cards. Personally, I picture this 97 year old man running out to the mailbox <laughs> constantly <laughs> to see if my cards are in there to stop his wife from getting them. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. What do you put in those cards? I just literally put, love you, wish I could meet you. I put like Merry Christmas. I literally sent him an anniversary card. My daughter's like, you know, it's your dad's anniversary. <laughs> I sent him an anniversary card. I just put to dad in his wife's name. And I just put, I hope you have a, I mean, I don't put anything bad. I just put, I hope you have a, a, a good life and stay safe and healthy right now. Cause he's 97. So I, I don't know. I would love to meet him. A web of lies would have to come undone on his side where he'd have to actually admit he has kids, especially when we all show up there looking alike. <laughs> so um, the four of us look alike and the oldest um, looks more like her mother. Barbara looks more like her mother, but I share so much DNA with her. And I actually share quite a bit with my brother, Jimmy too. So, um, but yeah, I would love to meet everybody. I just, 
I think with all the lies, I don't see it ever happening. So I don't know if they're keeping us away from money. I don't know why they're keeping us yeah. away. Yeah. So I, I do kind of wonder because you said that his new wife has money. And I think sometimes I think for NPEs, when we reach out to that new family, it's like, you want to make it clear. I'm not after anything. No, I just I'm want not. a relationship. But yes. There's that fear on their side that we're going to feel entitled to something or. No, yeah. I just want to, I just want to actually meet my dad. I mean, I would love to actually just, it's so shocking to see pictures of him. Like he was in the newspaper for being a great veteran and given one of the valor quilts that they give our military. And he was in the paper his body shape is just exactly like my oldest and his just looks exactly like him. I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's what my son's going to look like when he's 97. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, but it's just be so nice for them to actually get to meet their grandfather and see him. I mean, I know I don't want his money. I don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> so I just want to know actually him. I would love to have pictures, stories, just actually get to meet him would be just wonderful. But mm-hmm. I don't know that that's ever happening for me, unfortunately. Mm. Well, I hope it does happen. I hope it does too. Yeah. But Where would you say that you're at with everything right now? I'm still going through grief, I think. I've gone through a period where I've gotten rid of like, a, let's just say I, everything that my mom ever gave me that was ever in my house is gone. I'm still angry at her. Um, and especially I listened to your podcast yesterday and it just brought it all up over again. It's just, you have anger in you and I don't know that you're ever going to get over it. It'd be great if I could actually get over it and talk to her, but I just don't think I ever could because she's lied so much. Um, I think I'm still in grief. I am trying to get to healing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm peeling the onion layers is kind of helping me quite a bit with just on peeling the, um, my daughter has also joined ancestry and we're just going on and still finding relatives. I mean, it's like we're back to third great grandparent. So it's just finding out where everybody is. And I'm Irish and Scottish. Well, there's the red hairs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's just finding out these things that, and finding out where everybody lives. I mean, my whole family, other side of my family, my, um, I don't, I don't know, <laughs> but it's so, it's so complicated. I mean, it's a story of finding this out, asking, nobody answering. And then finally I got the, you know, basically the answer to my prayers was Barbara, which unpeeled everything and, and opened it all up and, now I do know the other half of my DNA. That part was quite fulfilling of knowing the other half. So mm-hmm. I would like to get to know my father, but I don't know if I'll get that chance because he lives on the other side of the country, but yeah. I can hope. <laughs> yeah. What advice would you give to a parent that might be keeping a DNA surprise from their child? Oh, please tell them. It's just going to hurt them more in the end. It's they need that other half to be whole. Um, they're always going to be longing for it. That's probably why I was searching for family. Um, I was searching for answers and little did I know what I found, but I would tell them, please tell them it's, it's going to hurt them more in the end than it is if you tell them right, you know, so they could know their family right. and connect. Yeah. <laughs> and what advice would you give someone who just 
found out that they're an NPE? Deep breaths. <laughs> you're going to have good days. You're going to have bad. It's going to happen for years. One day at a time. That's all I can say is one day at a time. Well, Gretchen, thank you so much for sharing your story. I wish you nothing but continued healing and hope that things get easier for you in the future. Thank you so much for letting me share my story. Thanks again to Gretchen for sharing her story. If you have a DNA surprise that you'd like to share, please email dnasurprises at gmail.com. And if you haven't yet, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Until next time.